0: Hey, hey, welcome to the Empowered and Free podcast. My name is Erin Kimbrell, and I'm a counselor, certified life coach, breathwork coach, and small town mom of two. I know firsthand what it feels like to live with high functioning anxiety. For most of my life, I had so much mental mess, anxiety, people pleasing, perfectionism, overthinking, constant worrying, and never feeling good enough. On my decade-long journey to feeling better, I've learned how to take back my life from high-functioning anxiety and helped others to do the same through my coaching and breathwork programs. Now I want to share everything I know with you. This podcast will help you feel empowered over your high-functioning anxiety and free to finally live the life of your dreams. Now grab a cup of coffee, get comfy, and dive into the episode. I'm Erin Kimbrell, And this is the Empowered and Free Podcast. Hey friend, welcome to the episode today. This is going to be a fun one, okay? I'm here for this. I'm in my Snuggie. We are going to talk about Mean Girls. Have you ever seen, not like Mean Girls, but the movie Mean Girls. Have you ever seen this? Probably a lot of you guys have. My daughter actually just had her 12th birthday party and the theme was Mean Girls and it was the actual cutest thing ever. (laughs) If you need a party planner, Hit me up. I will send you the one I recommend the highest, which is Pitched. Shout out Pitch. She's incredible. All right, let's get into it. Today, we're going to talk about high functioning anxieties, three BFFs, which are perfectionism, people pleasing, and overwhelm. You guys know I've done a ton of episodes about high functioning anxiety, but let's go a little bit deeper. Let's get a little more specific and give some real life examples of this. And again, we're going to do this in a fun way because this can be a little bit heavy. These things, if we, if you guys experience these things, they can be a little bit annoying. You probably don't want them around, but they're here. So how can we talk about them and help you in a fun way? That's what we're doing today. I want you to first think about literally any teen girl movie, (laughs) any teen girl movie. In these teen girl movies, there's always the popular girl who's usually the bully right? And then she's like surrounded by her little posse of like two or three girls and they just kind of follow her around. (laughs) This is the image I get when I talk about our topic today, high functioning anxieties, three BFFs. Okay. So I want you to think of if you've ever seen the mean girl movie, that's what I want you to think of right now. If you know the characters, you know, there's Regina George, right? That's Rachel McAdams. And she is the popular well-known one. But again, she's also a bully, right? This is high functioning anxiety. In today's example, a lot of us have it. It's kind of becoming well-known, but it's a bully. It beats us up every single freaking day. Okay. Then we have your little tag log number one, which is Gretchen Wieners. you her. She is the friend who always looks put together. She is the epitome of perfection when you look at her on the outside. So this is our perfectionism coming into play. One BFF number one. Then we have BFF number two. And Mean Girls, this is Katie Heron. This is the new girl and she joins and she just wants to be liked by Regina. So she like does everything she can to fit in and be a part of their group. This is people pleasing. Make a lot of sense. And then last but not least, we've got the third member of the posse, which in the Mean Girls movie is Karen. Karen Smith. Karen, she's a little bit ditzy if you've seen the movie. (laughs) this is what I want you to think about when we talk about overwhelm. So we've got our main girl, we've got our high functioning anxiety, then we've got our three members of the posse just all hanging out together. Now, if you're like me, then maybe you struggle with all three of these things, perfectionism, people pleasing and overwhelm, or maybe you don't. I meet some people who really, really, really struggle with people pleasing, but don't struggle with perfectionism, vice versa. Hopefully today I will help you learn a little bit about each one of these and see which ones really apply to you. If you've been here a minute, you know that I already have a program for anxiety. And this also applies to what I call regular old anxiety and high functioning anxiety. My program for anxiety is called empowered and free from anxiety. And it helps you do exactly that. It helps you feel empowered over your anxiety and free to finally live the life of your dreams. This program is everything I know put into bite-sized pieces that you can really understand that you can implement so that you don't feel overwhelmed because your girl is constantly feeling overwhelmed. And I don't want you to feel the same way when you're really learning how to work through your anxiety. So my whole goal is to teach you in a simple, easy to understand way that you can actually implement so that you can feel changes in your life, which is the whole point, right? So if you have no idea what I'm talking about, Go listen to my bonus episode between episode 12 and episode 13, where I talk all about the program. You can learn everything you need to know. And then go listen to episode 18, where I talk about, is it even possible to break free from anxiety? If you're somebody who struggles with anxiety or with high functioning anxiety, joining us inside of Empowered and Free from Anxiety can actually help you get your feet on the ground and feel like you've got this, right? But sometimes there are other things that are weighing us down too. And that's why we're talking about everything we're talking about today. Perfectionism, people pleasing and overwhelm. My greater vision is to have a mental health virtual store, virtual library where you can come and you can learn about topics in an easy to understand way. That's not super overwhelming so that you take action in your life. And I want that to happen at really accessible prices because I know that therapy is not always an accessible option. Maybe financially, it's not an option for you. Maybe it doesn't fit in your busy schedule. I get it. And so I want you to have things that you can do in your own time that will help you learn a big goal of mine in 2023, other than getting this podcast up and running and like doing all the things that I've wanted to do for years with a podcast, but another vision I have. Is to create these courses to help you actually make changes in your life, improving your mental health, improving your emotional health, and starting to heal yourself from within. That is my greater goal. And that is the next thing that I'm working on. I'm going to be talking about a ton of topics, but to start, we're going to be talking about the ones we're chatting about today. Perfectionism, people-pleasing, and overwhelm. So let's get into it. Let's talk a little bit about each one. Let's start with perfectionism. My Gretchen Wiener is my little perfect thing. Perfectionism is just wanting to look and be perfect. In its simplest form, that's what it is. A lot of times when you struggle with perfectionism, you probably are an overthinker. Anybody relate? I know I do. (laughs) For as long as I can remember, I've struggled with perfectionism. I've just wanted to look like I had it all together. And I was pretty successful at that. When you struggle with perfectionism, you are that type A, that organized planner who has everything prepared and life is wonderful, right? Like that's the vibe that you give off because that's the appearance that you want to have. The problem with perfectionism is it creates more anxiety in your life, right? And here's some reasons why. Number one, your fear of failure is the thing that drives you. When you struggle with perfectionism, you are so scared. You are terrified to fail. I would not try things because I was so scared to mess up. I just wouldn't even try. I would not give myself the option to look silly or feel embarrassed or feel stupid or feel less than or whatever it was because I was so scared of messing up. Perfectionism also causes more anxiety because we're overthinking. We're always in our head trying to create the perfect plan. I remember when I was in grad school to get my master's in counseling, it was literally my first semester. It was, I was taking, I remember one of my first classes and I went to the professors like slightly embarrassing now that I, but this is just how it operated. I was like control freak. Number one, I said, This is where I'm going to do my first practicum. This school is where I'm going to do my first internship. And this school is where I'm going to do my second internship. And he was just like, blink, blink, like you just started the program. (laughs) That was because I felt so much safety and security and having control and, and overthinking, creating exactly what I wanted that perfect plan. The flip side of that is I drove myself crazy, like trying to plan everything out, trying to control things that weren't even possible. That was basically his message to me. Like, um, we can't really control that. Like it depends what schools are accepting counselors at the time. Anyway, overthinking is a really big way that we cause ourselves more anxiety. And on top of that, piggybacking on what I just said, seeking control is another thing that really impacts our anxiety. One thing I know for certain is that when we feel like our life is super out of control, so maybe you've got a lot going on, or maybe a wrench has been thrown in your plan of life. The one thing we do is start seeking control in any area that we can find it. This might be your work. This might be your home. This might be food and body image, right? Like whatever that is for you, every client I've worked with, we've seen this happen. When that need for control goes up, anxiety goes up with it. Another way that perfectionism causes us more anxiety is that we set super high standards for ourselves. When we set these standards, they are unrealistic, We can't get them because the standard, the goal is perfection and perfection. Isn't even real. It's not even attainable. Like there is no way we could even get there, but that's a standard that we set for ourselves, And so with that, we become really, really hard on ourselves when we don't meet that goal, even though it wasn't realistic to begin with. So we're hard on ourselves and we're hard on other people really critical of how they're doing things wrong and how they should do them better and how they could do them better. And then we speak to ourselves in the same way. Like who's got that inner critic, just chilling on your shoulder, running the show, telling you all the ways that you're feeling all the ways that you're screwing up everything that you're doing wrong, like, and how you're not good enough. It's tough to take in, but this is how we feel when we struggle with perfectionism. The last way I'll talk about how perfectionism creates more anxiety is procrastination. Procrastination and perfectionism might as well be just like holding hands with each other. This is why. When you get so worried about doing something perfectly, that's a lot of pressure, like we just talked about. And a lot of times it's also a lot of work. And so what we do is we freeze. We have that fear of failure, of screwing up, of... Making the wrong choice or the wrong move or taking the wrong step in life, right? And we do nothing. It's not about you and the things that you're doing wrong. Back to me. Let me give you a personal example. Perfectionism and fear failure kept me from starting this podcast for at least two years. I was just frozen in fear. I was frozen in indecision, like worried about making the wrong choice of like what mic to get and how do I host it? And I don't even know where to start with all the tech stuff. Like there were so many things that I was just like, "Eh, eh, eh, this is too much. I'm not doing this. Right. But a lot of that stemmed from perfectionism. A lot of that also stemmed from overwhelm, which we're going to talk about in a minute, but perfectionism keeps you really frozen in that. And as a result, you did nothing. You shut down you avoid, which we know is another symptom of anxiety, but we don't do the thing. And then guess what? The cycle kicks back up because when we don't do the thing, then we beat ourselves up for not doing the thing. So here we have again, just like a vicious paralyzing cycle of perfectionism. That's the first BFF of high functioning anxiety. Let's talk about number two BFF, which is The Katie Heron of this situation, (laughs) the people-pleasing. That was Lindsay Lohan, if you guys watched the movie, the people-pleaser. If you're not really sure if you struggle with people-pleasing or if you're just like a nice person and you're just helpful, believe me, I'll be doing future episodes all about this. And like I said, I will have a course coming out really soon and a way for you to learn in like a quick, impactful way. Let me give you a little snippet on what being a people-pleaser is like. If you're somebody who's a people pleaser, you are considered helpful. You're kind, you're caring, you go out of your way to help other people, right? Because you're just such an awesome person and you probably are an awesome person. Nothing is wrong with that. Here's where it comes to bite you. Here's where it comes to get you. When you're extra helpful and then you've now creeped into people pleasing territory, it's when you feel like all of that helping and doing and supporting everybody else takes an emotional toll on you. You feel like you've put yourself on the back burner and literally everybody else's needs come before your own. Also, you can't take care of yourself because you're constantly taking care of everyone else. Who feels that? It's like 11 PM and you realize that you've done nothing to take care of yourself for the day. And all you've done is take care of other people and give them what they need. That is just exhausting. But you keep doing it because you're worried that if you don't do it, you're going to disappoint people. You're going to let people down and you don't want to be selfish, right? Like I understand you, honey, because I was you. I feel this about people pleasing so deep because I I really did live this way for, I don't even know, over 30 years of my life. The problem is again, here's how people pleasing creates more anxiety. Number one, you're not taking care of you. There's no self-care, right? Again, taking care of others all the time, completely neglecting your needs. I've mentioned this in another episode, but when I first started to try to take care of myself, I didn't even know like where to start. What did I even like? (laughs) What might I even do if I had a few hours to myself? So if you're there, no shame, no shame. But this is a reminder that it can be different. It can be better when you're not taking care of yourself, we're talking basic needs. Of course, your anxiety is going to be higher. If you're not getting enough sleep, if you're not eating nutritious meals, or maybe if you're eating not enough, if you're eating too much, like all these things are going to impact you. If you're not drinking enough water, you're running on like caffeine and fumes. These are just physical needs. I'm not even talking right now about emotional needs, spiritual needs, mental needs. There's, there's much more, but let's not be overwhelming today. When I help people build their anxiety toolbox inside of empowered and free from anxiety, we start with these basic needs because so many of us, so many women aren't meeting our basic needs. When we're not meeting our basic needs, our body's going to be on edge all the time. It's going to feel more anxious if I do not get enough sleep. I'm like a sleep princess. I need like nine hours, (laughs) but if I get like four or five hours, I seriously cannot function my anxiety. I feel it. Then you cannot emotionally regulate when you're running on so little sleep, just for one tiny example. Okay. When you're not meeting your own needs, when you're not taking care of yourself, other things are going to happen too. You're going to get sick more easily, or maybe even you feel burnt out from just like all of the pressure of trying to please everyone. Anybody else felt like I cannot take on one more task without breaking? Like that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. So people pleasing creates more anxiety in your life because you're not able to take care of yourself. The second way it creates more anxiety is because you just don't know how to actually relax. Like you don't know how to turn off for a minute. A lot of clients I talk to give, again, same examples. They're like, I just feel like I have to like be doing something all the time. And then you hear them use the words like productivity. And these to me are really easy ways for me to say, ah, you don't really know how to chill, huh? <laughs> I can also see it in my friends and in my family, those people who just haven't learned how to do that. And again, hello, I'm not hating because I was that too. But there's a difference in sitting down to, quote, relax and like actually deeply relaxing, like taking a really deep breath uh, and just being and, and that being OK without the guilt, OK, without the shame, without beating yourself up, without setting a timer and saying, I can only do this for two minutes, really being at peace and having that inner peace and calm. That's deep relaxation I'm talking about. And you can't feel that way if you struggle with people pleasing. The third way people pleasing creates more anxiety in your life is because you actually lose sight of who you are as a person. I call a people pleaser a chameleon. I used to like think this was a good thing that I could go into any situation and I could adjust and I can get on somebody's level and I would change my tone of voice and my body language and my personality to fit whatever the situation was. But what did that say about me? Who actually was I as a person? What was my real personality like? What actually made me happy? What did I not agree with? Like there's so many nuances to this. But as people pleasers, we spend so much time trying to please other people that we don't know what to actually do with ourselves. If nobody is asking me to do something and I'm not helping, then who am I? And what do I like? And what makes me happy? Like these are all questions that I really had to explore. And trust me, we're going to talk all about these inside of my people pleasing course. The last way people pleasing creates more anxiety. Number four is it makes you feel like you're not good enough. You're always striving for that feeling of, ah, help somebody, right? Which in reality is connection. It's appreciation and it's love. When you feel like you're not getting those needs met then it makes you feel like you're not good enough. Like you're not doing anything, like you're not meeting your purpose in this world. That's the deep stuff, friends. All right. That was about our BFF for high functioning anxiety. Number two, people pleasing. Let's talk about the last girl to come into the mix, which is our Karen, our sweet Karen. If you've watched this movie, (laughs) I just realized it's funny that her name's Karen. Now that the whole social movement around this word, Karen, (laughs) has become a thing. Okay, but our Karen is our overwhelm and feeling overwhelmed is actually a really common anxiety symptom. I think that I probably feel overwhelmed way more than the average person, even the average person who struggles with anxiety, because I am a really sensitive person. I'm actually what's called a highly sensitive person. So look that up. If you feel like that might be you, I would love to do a full episode about that. Before now, we're going to focus on the overwhelm. So overwhelm is just that feeling of too much to do. It is like that stress to the max feeling where you feel like, like your head could explode and you just want to like shut the world out and take a nap and pretend life doesn't exist and just breathe for a second. It can also feel like that mind is all over the place kind of feeling where all your thoughts are racing and there's so much to do. Overwhelm creates more anxiety for you because it's hard to focus on anything but It's hard to focus on anything other than the anxiety. And there's a saying, where your attention goes, your energy flows. When you focus on something, that becomes the only thing you can think about. So naturally, if you're thinking about, I'm feeling anxious, I'm feeling overwhelmed, I'm feeling stressed out, that's going to be the thing that takes over all of your thoughts. So when you're overwhelmed by your anxiety, that's all you can think about. That's all you can feel in your body. And it just brings about more panic and more worry. You feel like in that moment, I'm sure you can relate to this. If you really think about a moment, you're overwhelmed. In that moment, the body feels like it will never be relaxed again. It doesn't even feel like an option because just so much is happening. And so that's one big way overwhelm creates more anxiety is because that's all you can focus on. The second way overwhelm creates more anxiety is because of the physical symptoms, the way your body feels. This can be super duper intense, right? And then when you feel that in your body, what happens, but those thoughts kick back up. So here we are back to point number one, where that's all you can focus on. So your anxiety symptoms could be specific to you, but a lot of people feel like their, their heartbeat increased, their heart runs faster. You might even notice like pain in your chest or heaviness in your chest, weight kind of on your chest. You might feel like you can't take a deep breath, or you're breathing really like quickly and really shallow. That's another common anxiety symptom. Maybe you feel it in your stomach. You feel sick to your stomach, you feel nauseous, you're in the bathroom more, right? You feel like you want to eat more to help calm your stomach, or you don't want to eat at all. Maybe you feel lightheaded or dizzy. Maybe you even feel shaky. Maybe you feel weird, like sensations and zings throughout your body, like your arms or your legs. There are lots of anxiety symptoms. I still need to do an episode on that because I have a ton that we could talk about. But what happens when we're overwhelmed is that all of these symptoms are going off like buzzers in the body, like, right? Super overwhelming. That's all we feel. And it just exacerbates the anxiety. Especially if you don't know how to regulate the body, how to calm down, how to get some relief. That is a big part of the process. I teach inside of empowered and free from anxiety. And especially also if you don't know how to pivot your thoughts. I teach this pivot and relief method inside of empowered and free for a reason. It is so powerful. Let's move on to the last and final point about overwhelm. Overwhelm makes you feel more anxious because it makes you feel like you're behind. When you're overwhelmed, you probably got a lot on your plate and you feel like you just can't keep up. And that brings about a bunch of the same thoughts we were talking about earlier about not feeling good enough, about being a failure. And a lot of times we just want to give up because it all just feels like too much. Whether you feel overwhelmed whether you struggle with perfectionism or people-pleasing, each one of these things comes with its own, like I said, nuances, specific struggles, and ways that this shows up in your life. I am so excited to help you learn how to work through some of these things. It's going to be good, you guys. These courses that I'll be releasing soon are going to be awesome additions, whether you're already inside of Empowered and Free From Anxiety, or whether you haven't quite joined us yet because you're feeling a little bit of fear, you're feeling a little bit of anxiety, and you're like, "Uh, I don't know if I'm ready for that yet. It's a good way to try it out to see if the way that I teach and present material and support you is right for you. I cannot wait to get these in your hands. It is so much a part of my greater vision. Like I said, for making this accessible to everyone, healing is accessible to everyone. And I want all of us to feel lighter and more empowered and free with our mental health and our emotional health. All right, friends to wrap it up today, we talked about high functioning anxieties, three BFFs, perfectionism, people, pleasing and overwhelmed. There is much more to come. (laughs) So tune back in. I hope this was a fun one, but also one that you learned a lot because that is my goal here. Make it simple, make it easy to understand and help you create real change in your life. Have an amazing day and I will see you next time. Bye guys. Hey, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. You don't know how much it means to me. If you'd like more behind the scenes content, inspiration, and daily reminders that encourage and uplift you, follow me on Instagram at Hey and send me a DM to say, Hey, if any of the episodes have been super helpful for you, please consider leaving me a review on Apple podcast, Spotify, or wherever you'd like to listen. It helps me so incredibly much and it allows the podcast to be seen by other people who need it. If you want to learn more from me, head to Erin That's where you'll find all my free resources, read the podcast show notes, and learn more information about my online coaching and breathwork programs that help you create the life you want. If you want to keep the conversation going from today's episode, join us in our exclusive podcast, Facebook community, empowered and free help for high functioning anxiety. I'm here for you. And I'm always cheering you on. I'll see you next time. I'm Erin Kimbrell, and this is the Empowered and Free Podcast.